0: Welcome to the Fertility Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Sodden-Andy. As a naturopathic doctor and fertility coach, I help women get calm, confident, and in control of their fertility. I'm passionate about helping women get pregnant and stay pregnant. This episode is brought to you by Fertility Fundamentals. Fertility Fundamentals is a naturopath-led collective of women supporting each other in their fertility journey. Join the collective for free at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fundamental fertility and come join your tribe. Fragility Stories podcast. In today's episode, I'll be talking about premature ovarian insufficiency. But before I talk about this condition, I want you to figure out and learn more about how ovulation works. So before we begin to understand ovarian failure, we need to first understand ovulation. So in brief, in a summary, a female is born with about 2 million ovarian follicles, and as she gets older and reaches puberty, she will only have about 300,000 to 400,000 follicles left. So the body does not make any more. And these follicles are very important because they mature to be eggs that will be released during ovulation. Now, 300,000 follicles may sound like a lot, but not every follicle becomes a mature egg. So when your menstrual cycle begins, your estradiol or estrogen levels are low your hypothalamus, which is in charge of maintaining your hormone levels in the brain, sends out a message to your pituitary gland, which then sends out a follicle-stimulating hormone, or FSH. So this FSH triggers a few of your follicles to develop into mature eggs. So remember, only one follicle will be the lucky one to become a mature egg. And as the follicles mature, they send out another hormone called estrogen. And estrogen sends a message to the hypothalamus to stop producing FSH. So, if the follicles do not mature and produce estrogen to stop the production of FSH, FSH will continue to produce and rise to high levels. So, this is why women with POI or premature ovarian insufficiency are checked for high levels of FSH. Once the levels of estrogen are high enough, the hypothalamus and pituitary gland know that there is a mature egg and luteinizing hormone is then released. This is referred to as your LH surge. So within 24 to 36 hours of the LH surge, the mature egg is released and ready for fertilization. During this period, progesterone has been thickening and preparing your uterine lining for implantation. If fertilization does not occur, then the egg dissolves and a few days later, your hormone levels will decrease and your uterine lining will begin to shed. And this is called menstruation or the menstrual period and brings us back to day one of your cycle. The journey then begins all over again. So when a person has POI or premature ovarian insufficiency, the ovaries start to run out of eggs before they enter menopause, and a person with POI may ovulate much less often or in a stop-start pattern as a result. Menopause usually occurs on average around age 51, and premature ovarian failure can occur at any age before 40, usually on average around age 27. When a woman experiences menopause, she no longer has follicles to produce into eggs and therefore no longer gets her menstrual period. According to the National Infertility Association, POI affects around 1 in 1,000 females between the ages of 15 to 29, and it affects 1 in 100 females between the ages of 30 to 39. Early onset, POI, can begin at an average age of 27. So according to the NIH, some practitioners call POI early menopause. However, this does not accurately reflect what happens to people with POI. After menopause, a person will never have another period and cannot get pregnant. However, a person with POI may still have periods and in some cases can still get pregnant. So let's talk about the symptoms of POI. So according to Cedar Sinai, some common symptoms include night sweats, hot flashes, trouble becoming pregnant, painful sex due to the thinning of the vaginal lining, a decrease in sex drive, irregular periods, or even no periods called amenorrhea. The American Society for Reproductive Medicine indicate that a person with POI may also experience irritability, vaginal dryness, or few or no signs of puberty as a teenager. While some people with POI have noticeable symptoms, many do not, and people may not realize that they have POI, or premature ovarian insufficiency, until they try to get pregnant or when they stop using hormonal birth control. When they do, they may notice irregular or absent periods or some of the other symptoms that I just mentioned. What are the possible causes of premature ovarian insufficiency? So many of them can be due to an autoimmune disease, some underlying thyroid issue. It could be because of infections that can cause damage to the ovaries, such as mumps, for instance, is an infection that can damage your ovaries. It could be due to surgery on the ovaries, like if you take out cysts in the ovaries, for instance, it might accidentally um, injure it and cause secondary premature ovarian insufficiency. It could be due to toxins from radiation or chemotherapy. Um, POI could also be due to genetic conditions such as Turner syndrome or Fragile X syndrome. So some of the underlying conditions that can cause POI improve with treatment or management. However, it's not really possible to reverse it. There are complications to getting premature ovarian insufficiency, and someone with POI have a higher risk for certain health conditions, such as osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is a condition that causes weaker bones, and it increases a person's risk of experiencing fracture or bone breakage. POI can affect someone's chances of getting pregnant, so it can be a very distressing diagnosis to receive, especially if you are trying to conceive and have a baby. As a result, some people may experience depression or anxiety, It's a very stressful um, diagnosis for some, and definitely you'd have to go through IVF or even egg donors in order to become pregnant. People with POI may also be at risk for cardiovascular disease, stroke, and impaired memory and cognition later on. So to diagnose this condition, according to the American Society for Reproductive Medicine, Doctors use a person's medical history and the results of hormone tests to diagnose POI. So this may include blood tests for FSH or follicle-stimulating hormone, AMH or anti-malarian hormone, and estrogen. A doctor will also carry out a physical examination, and if appropriate, They may order genetic testing to see if a person has a mutation that could cause POI, such as Fragile X syndrome or even Turner syndrome. A doctor may also perform a pelvic ultrasound to look at the ovaries and for other potential causes of absent periods. In terms of treatment, once a person receives a POI diagnosis, there are several ways a doctor can approach treatment depending on the person's goals. So, you know, firstly, a doctor will investigate the cost of the POI. Finding and treating any underlying causes may improve the symptoms of POI. However, this does not reverse the loss of eggs. A doctor may recommend hormone replacement therapy or HRT to reduce the symptoms of POI. And if a person with POI or premature ovarian insufficiency wants to become pregnant, doctors can discuss, you know, several options with them. For some medications that stimulate the growth or release of eggs, such as clomiphene citrate or clomid or granadotropins, may be an option. Other fertility options could be estradiol and corticosteroids, or even human menopausal granadotropins or HMG or danazole. However, it's often difficult for someone with POI to conceive using their own eggs, and in these cases, a person may wish to use an egg donor instead. The American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists recommend that people seek advice from fertility specialists, their reproductive endocrinologists, to discuss the best options, especially for each person's unique situation and goals. In terms of complementary treatments, there are some steps a person can take to treat their POI symptoms and reduce their associated health risks. So some lifestyle and dietary changes can reduce the symptoms of POI and the risk of complications, including you know, osteoporosis, for instance. And in order to prevent that later on down the line, keeping your bones strong by taking calcium and vitamin D supplement could help consuming foods that contain nutrients filled with calcium and vitamin D can help. And of course, performing weight-bearing exercises to strengthen the bones would be good in preventing osteoporosis down the line. Also, to prevent the risk of stroke and heart disease later on that POI patients are more at risk of, definitely avoid smoking and avoid um, exposure to toxins. So cigarette smoke, um, pesticides should be avoided Some viruses also may exacerbate POI, so stopping smoking is definitely um, a good lifestyle change that anyone's POI can do. Emotional support is also very important since a diagnosis of premature ovarian insufficiency can be very stressful and it can change someone's plans to conceive, which may cause significant distress and feelings of grief. There are online or offline support groups and counseling or therapy which can help, especially for a couple or for an individual going through infertility issues due to this diagnosis. There's also some evidence that certain herbs or even nutrients and supplements may reduce the symptoms of POI. A 2014 study found that Chinese herbal medicine could reduce POI symptoms when compared to HRT. But as always, you know, seek the advice of a naturopathic doctor or functional medical doctor before using any supplements or herbs for POI. So, in summary, premature ovarian. Insufficiency occurs when a person's ovaries produce fewer eggs, so often doctors do not know what causes it, but it's often the result of an underlying condition, and a doctor can diagnose POI based on a person's medical history, blood tests ultrasound, the treatment they prescribe will depend on the individual and whether they want to try to conceive. And if they do, a doctor may prescribe hormones or medications to increase the chances of pregnancy. But many people will require donor eggs or at least IVF in order to be able to conceive. Seek support groups or counseling because these definitely will help anyone going through POI and infertility at the same time with the emotional impact of this condition and its effect on fertility. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to the Fertility Stories podcast and leave a review. Let's keep this conversation going Do you have a story that you want to share or a topic you want covered? Head on over to the Fertility Fundamentals Facebook group and let me know. I've got a new episode coming your way next week. Until then, let's all do something amazing for yourselves and others.